Hi everyone, welcome back to the show. Now this week we have someone very very amazing that is uh, joining us today to be sharing something that's very focused on parenting and is focusing on parenting. Thank you. This week we actually have Lee Chu, an amazing uh, consultant, trainer, coach for not only professional adults, not only professionals but also parents. And um, if I may, uh, I'll give a very short, direct introduction about Li Chu. Li Chu, she is certified in the context of helping people in many different genres in life. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, The first one is you help people because of your coaching uh, set of skills. You're a certified individual that helps people coach them to get the best results, the goals that they set. Yes. Not just externally, but internally as well. Mm-hmm. And some, another part about her is she's also uh, a certif- certified individual on vocational technical training. So she helps people get their hands dirty to get the job done. <laughs> and um, what's most impressive is she's also a certified practitioner for Qigong. She helps people not just uh, use external energy, brute muscle, but also internal energy to get the job done. And a lot of times, I my personal experience, I do, I do not have too much experience with Qigong, but I understand that it's a very much of how you actually control yourself to be able to control your environment. And I think that balance is something that a lot of people are lacking. Uh, and I'm so glad to have you here today because we'll be talking and dabbling a lot about uh, challenges that parents have yes. and mm-hmm. some of the things that uh, people misunderstand the myths of parenting. And uh-huh. more importantly, what will be one or two tips that you can share that parents back at home can straight away do to help improve in their family's life. Thank you, Webster. Thank, Thank you. So much you. For being yeah. here today. <laughs> Thank you. That was very elaborate, better than I can say about oh. myself. Um, however, I just want to go back to the, the, the thing about the Qigong. Yes. Um, it's not so much as controlling ourselves to control mm. the things we do, it's really awakening uh, the, the gifts that we already have. You know, okay. It's about centering and working with ourselves to make ourselves more available mm. for others, and it's really about also about our health. Mm. Mentally, emotionally, mm. physically, and that's what I like about Qigong. It's very gentle, but that's powerful. a very good point because a lot of times, right? People talk about getting results, getting results, getting results, yeah. and, and people forget that to get results, the engine, the person's body, mental Absolutely. and physical, is so important to go forward. Absolutely. And a lot of times, uh, adults, even professionals. Yes. Um, don't understand, they, they, they kind of know that they need to take care of themselves mentally and physically, yeah. but the action, the yeah. behavior, the time that they put into it, it's exactly. not really followed through. Exactly. And a lot of times, um, this, is a, this is a very interesting topic because uh, parents tell their kids to do what they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. but the parents themselves don't actually follow through. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yes, <laughs> <Okay>. absolutely. <laughs> we always tell parents that uh, kids do not do what you tell them, but they actually observe what you're doing. Correct, you correct. Know? They model by seeing what you do. By seeing what you do. And when you start to give conflict messages, which most parents may not even be aware of it, mm, you know, mm. and when you're not aware, the things that you do, you're yeah. creating a world for the kids where it's, it's very confusing. Mm. And when it's very confusing as they grow up, they mm. get more and more challenges mm. from when they are out there in the world. Mm. It gets even more confusing. And what are you anchoring the kids on? That's you a very know? good point. Um, and it's absolutely um, parents tell them what to do and they don't do it. Correct. Yeah. Because I, I believe because y- your background, um, you didn't start with the parenting side. Mm-hmm. You, you, because you're such a demand of helping professionals, you've been pulled towards the corporate side yes. because of what you can do and the results that you can deliver. Yes. And, and from your experience of working with individuals, you tend to realise from what you shared with me is you realise that a lot of the, the roadblocks that professionals have are usually not work-related only. That's Usually right, absolutely. Usually it stands with something that's happening back at home, mm-hmm. their concerns and worry. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's something that you've realised to be able to help people by helping their home, their family, and their ability to be amazing parents. Absolutely. And, uh, and I, I want to bring down a particular pattern that you just mentioned just now. Mm-hmm. You mentioned just now about like what parents say versus what they do affects the children. Isn't that the same thing that they have in offices as well, in the corporations? What the bosses say and what the bosses do affects people. And, and if you were working with someone and your bosses say one thing and they do another thing, you would rate them not on what they say, but what they do. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing for us as parents as well. Yes. So the question is, right, we do not want to be like those bosses anymore. Mm-hmm. We want to be the best parent because if we can walk the talk, our children will definitely be able to live a more happy and successful life. Yes. What we want to do is for... I, I give you an example. Yes. Um, 
what makes what makes a, a, a boss or a leader a mm. powerful leader? Yeah, good you question. know why why certain leaders can attract more people to do more than what they're supposed to pay yes, for. Yes. Is it somebody who's like a drill sergeant? Maybe there are people who like drill sergeants mm. <coughs> because these are the people who like to be told what to do. Mm. But generally, if you look at uh, top leaders, uh, you know, Mahatma Gandhi, you know, uh, how did they enroll people to follow their vision? Mm. Is it they were told what to do? Or is it that people are inspired or are they people are touched by what this leader has to offer, mm. you know. So it goes back to same with parents. Mm. We want to work for bosses who makes us feel appreciated. Mm. We want to be seen. We want to be heard. As human beings, that's our innate need, mm. you know. Mm. And 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 we are social animals. Mm. We need to be in a community. We need to have a sense of belonging. When a boss makes us feel that, you know, generally you will find that people will work extra hours mm. for them. And, and people will do more than what they're supposed to do. Uh, a friend of mine was saying, you know, if the best way to see if we, what we are doing right with our people is what they do with their discretional time. Discretional time means after office hour. Mm. <coughs> if you find that your staff are willing to stay back and do work for you, or even over the weekend, then you must be doing something right mm, mm. by them. Mm. And same with, with our kids. If the kids doesn't feel a sense of belonging, I mean, come on, we, we brought them into this world. We are their nucleus. If the kids don't feel safe and a sense of belonging at home, where else do you want them to find it? You know, If they don't feel seen, they don't feel understood, they are not heard, then where do you expect them to find it? You know, is it fair that we expect them to find it in school, in boot camps? You know, do, is it fair that they should find that sense of belonging or, or, or build a culture for them in, with friends outside? Mm, you know? mm. So where is that nucleus and where are the parents in terms of that anchoring? Mm. Do we actually take time to really honestly get to know our kids? Mm. Do I we really spend time, slow down mm. ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically to be there, present, for our kids to feel that they are special. We can tell the kids, you're so special to me. You know, I've, I've seen this many times and you know, I, it, it, just, it just makes me boil, you know. Mm -hmm. You go to restaurants, what do you see? And, and this is a true story. I was in this restaurant having my dinner and there was this family also having their dinner for 45 minutes. Let me demonstrate this to you. One of the parents, Okay, was on the phone for 45 minutes throughout the meal with the two kids. Wow. And this is what she does. <laughs> and, and that's all she does. So meal is so special for family. It's a time for you to get to know each other. Mm. How was your day? What did you do? You know, ask about what the kids were doing. You know, what, what were their new experience? What did they learn? You know, what was new for them? What was fresh for them? You know, only then we can see the world through the kids' eyes. It's not always for the kids, for the kids to see our world through our eyes. Mm. You know, only then that we will know where the kids are mm. and what, how we need to be to support the kids being curious, to support the kids in their learning, mm. to support the kids in their creativity. Mm. You know, mm. what else can we bring out and uncover for our kids? Mm. But if we are not there physically. The, Physically, it seems like they're there. I don't think they're even there. Okay. You know, then, when the kids stop talking to us, what do we do? Mm, mm. Who do we blame? We, I don't know. It's, it's quite interesting because you brought up something um, which is technology. Technology is made to help us. Uh -huh. But sometimes, with things that are helping us, there is a price to pay. What is that price to pay? The ability to connect, to get resources, to get entertainment. What is the price to pay to enjoy that kind of a thing? Back in the day, having a television set is a luxury. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, having to watch 30 minutes of a show is where everyone spends time together doing that. Yep. But that's only 30 minutes in the 24-hour window. Right. But in today's world, getting yeah. access to entertainment and all these resources is at the fingertips. Yep. To the point that, what is the price that we pay? And we pay right now is the time that we have your kids, the mm -hmm. bonding, the mm -hmm. ability to have build a relationship mm -hmm. to the point that you have more 
intimate knowledge about the person in the screen, mm -hmm. the celebrity, the person, Absolutely. rather than your own child. And yeah. a lot of parents I spoke to, um, most of the time, they, they admit the guilt that they have is they only know about their child having grades at school, mm -hmm. uh, how many hours they need to go for classes, yep. and that's all. Yeah. Uh, they do not really know what's their favourite show, they do not know what's their favourite food, who is their best friends, mm -hmm. what are their biggest fears, what yeah. are their biggest joys. Exactly. So exactly. That's, that's the reason why I, I want you here today because you're going to be sharing with us right, um, a, a truth, a challenge that parents face. Because uh, right now, I'm an expert in working with kids. I'm an expert at helping kids on helping them learn how to study better mm -hmm. so that when they do well in school, they have extra time to do other things as well. Spending time with family, spending time with uh, their hobbies, grooming, grooming themselves. Right. But the problem is, um, I work with so many students, there are some students that they have extra time to be with their family, but the family is not there for them. Mm -hmm. So I, and, and it's not that the parents don't want to be there, yeah. it's sometimes they, they, they are lost. Mm -hmm. Because work is there, uh, responsibility is there, mm -hmm. you know, everything comes together. And, and again, the worst thing is they are learning from model in their past experience. Mm -hmm. Because no one ever teaches the parent to be a parent. Absolutely. The only thing they have is like, that's what my mama did, that's what my papa did, yeah. and that should be the right thing to do. Yeah. And, and something we, we mentioned before we, we, we recorded is the fact that back in the day um, when the economy was one parent was enough to earn money yep. and the other parent was enough to take care of the family yep. they had that dynamics mm -hmm. and, and people had this understanding where mom can take care of the family dad take care of the money absolutely but in today's world one parent may not be enough to be able to take care of the finances mm -hmm. hence two parents go out yep we but call then, it the dual income correct but the problem is right even though responsibility have grown but the society and the community and the system have not changed yeah. mm -hmm. in a sense it's like mothers especially they are given so much responsibilities that it's unfair for them as a human being. Mm -hmm. And what I mean, but you mentioned that very clearly, and I, I, mean, I want to bring this up, I think it's very important. Mothers are given the responsibility to be a mother, mm -hmm. to be a wife, to be a spouse, to be a career person, to be Absolutely. the person in charge of office and home. And then when anything goes bad, the mother is the one to blame. Uh -huh. Papa, listen yeah. up. <laughs> and I, and you know what? Um, I was very lucky to get to get to be exposed to this because sometimes, as as a guy, we were I I will admit I am not exposed to the fact that these are the issues that's happening, and and I think I was very lucky because uh, when mm. when I got uh, because after I finished university and I did what I did I challenged myself to study again and I went to Harvard mm. and in Harvard I focused on family uh, the dynamics of family it's not the amount of time that you spend with your kids. Is the quality of you spend absolutely, and and many of times it states that um, mothers have the worst because she has different the society have different expectations of her and her ability to to deliver as a human being is very very difficult, mm. and and it shows that when parents it's not a gender issue it's not a, a individual parents the parent plays the parenting role doesn't matter father or mother absolutely the best is both. Yep. plays the parenting role, the child has a higher level of success. Mm -hmm. And success doesn't only mean about getting good results in school, it's actually the follow-through of them getting a high self-esteem for themselves, being able to see themselves as a bigger, better, person. valuable person. And not only do they help themselves become a better quality person to be able to take a, get a job, take care of the family, but also better person in the community as well. Mm -hmm. And this is research that's done like over 50 to 60 years mm -hmm. of Harvard. And, and the problem is, even though research like this has been shown, but people are deaf to it. They, they don't realise it because it's not a sexy topic, it's not a hot topic. Yeah. Um, parents tend to hear, it's like, oh, my child is suffering, where do I send them to fix Absolutely. them? Absolutely. Your Absolutely. children are not cars. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you send them into a workshop and they get overhauled, they get fixed and everything's alright. Right. I actually had a parent came up to me and say exactly that. He's like, nah, here's my child, fix that. Yeah. And, and, and um, I was very blunt to the, the parent, and this parent was uh, someone of, uh, of influence. He has a title. Uh, he has a title of Tan Sri. So in, in Malaysia, someone that has a Tan Sri is like someone very big, very yeah. big deal. Uh, the people who travel with like uh, security, so on and so forth. And when they asked us to, to help them, um, my reply was, um, if you send your car into the workshop mm -hmm. and the car get totally fixed, it's like, like brand new. Mm -hmm and you take the car and you drive it out, a week later you come back with the same problem. It's not the car's fault, it's the driver. How you drive it. Correct, because how you drive caused that to happen. So if you want your child to improve, you need to also improve. 
and and I was a bit scared because that person is quite influential. Yeah. And, and but to me, I felt the need to sell the truth mm -hmm. rather than tell what is nice. And, yeah. and I hope um, this video will focus on that because parents, the goal of what we're sharing today is not to hurt anyone's feelings, it's not to, yeah. to to challenge anyone's ability to be a parent. But yeah. more importantly, to be able to uh, give ourselves the permission to see ourselves, to reflect back on ourselves on what are the things that we're doing right and what mm -hmm. are the things that we can improve on. Mm -hmm. And it's only when we are able to see our weaknesses that we can only improve on them. And the thing is this, it's nothing to do with our egos as parents. Mm -hmm. it's, some, it's everything to do with the well-being of our children. Mm -hmm. mm. So yeah. th that's the reason why I, uh, I'm so glad to have you today. And Thank you. I, I'm so excited to hear about your observation or your, your sharing about one of the challenges that parents face today mm -hmm. that they need to be aware of and, and, and what can they do about it. Yeah, you, thanks, Webster. You, you said you've nailed a lot of things in there about, you know, challenges that parents face. You know, both parents have to be at work. And, and to be fair, to be fair, we are now living in a society where, yes, there's a lot of technology, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a very busy world. And the parents are doing the best that they can. Uh, I think this is what is important for us to know as mm -hmm. parents. We, we know you are doing the best that you can. You always want to do the best for your kids. And why do we go to work? Because we want to provide for our kids. Why do we, we send our kids to school? Because we want them to be academically competent. Mm. Why do we send them for swimming class? Because we want them to build you know, our extramural activities. Mm. Why do we send them to you know, music class? Because we think it will help with their creativity. Mm. We are doing the best that we can. You know, and, and we appreciate that, uh, that given the kind of, ex I mean, the experience that we have, we feel that <coughs> sometimes some of these sufferings are unnecessary. Mm. Um, one of the, our, why we're doing the work that we do is we really want to alleviate these sufferings. Mm. Some of them can be alleviated. Uh, some of them needs to be worked on. Mm. It's true. Mm. Um, and, and parents, uh, there are a lot of parents' myth. But mm. let me go to the challenges first. What yes. you say about the both parents have to work. And it's true because even in our work with the executives, mm. um, I let me talk from the women's perspective Please first, do. the yes. mom. Uh, you have this mom who is expected to perform at work, mm. come home to cook, mm. and if they have a maid, jolly good, you know, or they expect to, to, to cook, to be with the kids and do the shopping, marketing, you know, if the kids is sick, they are the one that stays up in the middle of the night mm. or right through the night, you know, mm. and the next morning they're expected to go to work and perform. Mm. And when she had to take time off to look after the kids who are not well, sometimes the challenge she faced at work is, see, you can't really promote her because women are like that, you know, they, they, they take time off for their kids, they are not focused on their career. Mm, mm. So these are some of the challenges. And as a mom, when we are back work looking after our kids or family, take time off, we feel guilty that we think we are not doing our part uh, at work. Mm. We are not performing, we are disappointing our bosses, or, you know, we are leaving a lot of work for our colleagues. There's a guilt. But when we go to work, there's a guilt about not being with my kids. Okay. So this, this, these feelings are real, mm. and we really empathize with the with the mums mm. because it's 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 a, a, a lot to to live up to. Exactly because when, when emotionally you're distressed, it, yes. it actually interrupts how you can actually perform. It does because imagine when I come back, I I may be the one that needs to do the dishes. I may be the one that needs to tuck the kids to bed. When the kids are ill, I'm the one taking them to the clinic. I mean, I'm not saying the, the, the dad doesn't. The wonderful thing is we are seeing a shift. Mm. We are seeing a shift and, and this is the part that I, I really want to encourage our society to be open to that shift where, where we actually create an, a space for the father to step in and be a father, mm, mm. not just somebody who brings in the money. Not just the breadwinner. Not the mm. breadwinner or the disciplinary or mm. the good cop, the bad cop, but really be a father who is there emotionally, mentally and physically. Mm. But mm. at the moment, I think the emotional part, we are... The balance part. Yeah, mm. I think that part, the, we need to open a lot more space for the men to have access to that. I see. 
and, and, and create that space where it's okay for the man to say, I need to take time off because I need to take my child to the clinic. Correct. Without without society saying, well, what's wrong with the mum? Isn't the mum doing it? <laughs> you know, if we could shift that now. And I, I go back to, to the challenge yes. that the mum may have. I'm already stressed at work and I come back and so one of the, 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 the top three, uh, let me go to, not in, in, in sequence, but mm -hmm. let's just pick this, where uh, the challenge of balancing of time, mm. home, children, me, and when I, I work with uh, the executives, and, and, and this happened to some of the dad, do you have, what is your self-care? And they say, what's self-care? My self-care is when I sleep. That's the only self-care that I have. And if we live in this frenzy world, then what kind of world are we creating for our kids? Some of us do not realize that when we do this, we create a certain sense Sometimes we don't realize that the kids also feel guilty and bad mm. that when the parents come back and they're agitated with each other, some words are exchanged and it could be things like, why didn't you get this kid to do the homework? Why did you get this kid ready? You know, I told you I'll be working late. You, you have no idea that the kids could be feeling guilty mm. and bad that they think they are the cause of that exchange of words. Yep. You know, you have no idea it's not intentional. Mm. Our parents would never intentionally, I think, hurt their kids. Correct. But it's little things that when you're not aware, you create an environment where the kids might feel bad and guilty, mm. and over time they might start to tiptoe, mm. and they might start to pull invert. Correct. Uh, so some of us have kids that as they grow up, they shut down more and more, Correct. Correct. and we wonder what happened, why wouldn't the kids talk to us? True. You know? So, so it's a possibility. I'm not saying this is exactly what's happening. It's but very complex. It's very clear to see that um, parents have so many roles to play. And they're doing everything. And it's kind of like um, when you have too many things to do, you're not necessarily doing anything. Uh, there's a wise mentor that mentioned, um, if you're busy, it doesn't mean you get your job done. Mm -hmm. mm. Are you really focusing on what's really important? Yes. And, and I think something that you mentioned there is like really powerful. And I know you mentioned there was three, but I want to focus on this one one first. And, and I think it's super important coming from you. Is um, Many parents are doing things, thinking of good intentions, mm -hmm. but is it really what they really need? Mm -hmm. So um, in finance, they talk about knowing what you want and knowing what you need. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, we need to go to the root cause and the root issues. And a lot of times, people are fixing, bandaging the things that are on the surface, but the real issues are not focused on. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned something about like moms not having the time, the community, and then the, par the dad want to get involved, but there is no real place to get involved. So I, from what I'm hearing, it seems like the real problem here is parents are not given the right space to explore being a parent. Mm -hmm. Because no parent were born to be a parent. Yeah. You know, when a child is born, yes, they get the label as a parent. And suddenly a parent. Yes, but they don't get a manual to be mm -hmm. a parent, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. for the child. And every yeah. child is different. Yeah. And, I, and I agree with that. And I want to I talk into this a little bit more. Sure, sure. Because um, training parents is very important. But no one trains them. And, and the problem is, right, we usually get the training from our past experience, from our parents. Mm -hmm. Now, our parents are not great parents they also learn from their parents. Mm -hmm. And they're trying their very best to give mm -hmm. the very best to us. And there are certain things that we definitely don't like about how our parents raise us. Mm -hmm. But the problem is we will have this thing where I will never do that to my child. And you end up doing that. You ended up doing it even worse. <laughs> That's a common pattern that we notice. But more importantly, I want to explore, because you work with parents so much. Mm -hmm. And, and you notice the patterns like this. And, and the root cause is they don't have the set of expertise. And sometimes it's also about the ability to be honest with themselves. Mm -hmm. And also believe, uh, the ability for them to give permission to themselves and the people that they work with. Mm -hmm. And the ability to communicate as well. Right. Uh, and, and, and those are very important challenges. Now, um, I'd love to dive into it. Like, let, let, let's break it out into three things. Like, just now, first one is um, mummies not having the opportunity to have the ability to be herself. Mm -hmm. to be able to maintain herself. Mm -hmm. Daddies, they don't have the opportunity to be a daddy, to be part of the team, but more just the breadwinner context. Mm -hmm. And lastly, what, 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 I would say, what is the, the things that they, that is holding parents back, mm -hmm. that if they were to overcome it, mm -hmm. a lot of things in family will be easier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
for me, the basic one on one is mm. the relationship between the mom and dad. Mm. Um, when we bring the child into the family, uh, I, I had a conversation with a young dad, yeah. and I asked him, "Have you ever had a conversation with your wife on how you're going to bring up the kids? What mm. values are you going to uphold?" What values do you want to develop in the kids? What culture do you want to have a family? What's your guiding principles in the family? These are very basic questions, which I think this might be too much of a general statement, but how many of us really actually sit down and, and answer these questions? It's not an easy question, and it's not a definitive. I call this inquiring questions. It's a process. You know, we, we think we, it's just like a company. This is what we want to start out with. Why do we want to, what's the purpose of doing this? What outcome do we want to see? And how are we going to do it? And, and in our company, in, in, in the corporate world, we, this is what we start out with, mm. you know, sometimes with an organization. Yep. As, as in a family, how are we going to bring up these kids? By what value? What's our guiding principle? Mm. And, and, and when you have this basic, and yep. the beauty of it is this. You can reset that relationship mm. and that environment in your family anytime. The minute you say, I want to reset it now, you have it. Mm. It's that, that awareness, that commitment, mm. and that, that intention that this is what I'm going to do now. Wow. It doesn't mean I said it, this is what I want to do. Oh, tomorrow I'm a different person. Correct. But hence the journey begins. Mm. If you start on a journey that involves your kids, where you develop a, 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 a culture or family environment that involves the kids, mm. and, and chances are you will be, when the child grows up, they are being taken into a journey where they have a say in it. Mm. When I say they have a say, it doesn't mean whatever they say, we give it to them. Correct, correct. But the child felt hurt. Mm. seen whatever that they say is taken into consideration mm. when they when you can create that for a child mm. it's what we call like in our exceptional parenting program mm. mutual trust mm. and mutual respect when they feel respected chances are you will get your respect mm. I oftentimes tell parents I said sometimes your discipline is depending on my energy. <laughs> if I'm not fatigued, child, I will run you to the end of the world. Wow. But when I'm tired, I give in. Mm. So then the child gets very confused. Mm. Today, mommy say can, tomorrow, daddy say cannot. Next day, daddy say okay. So where is the, the boundary that you set for the kids? Mm. You know? And, 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 and that's, that's, that's what we tell parents. Mm. Yes, very often we send them and we do everything we can because we want the child to be successful. Mm -hmm. yeah? And we want them to be academically successful. We send them to the best school, we send them to the best academy, we send them to boot camp. What message are we sending to the kids? You know, you, the authority is there and not me. Mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. then we get upset when what we tell the kids, the kids doesn't listen. Mm -hmm. We have kids coming back and say, but my teacher says cannot. Mm -hmm. Hello, <laughs> you know. And you're so right. It's not how much time we spend with the kids, it's the quality of the time. Mm. Given all the times that the kids have spent with their friends at the tuition center, when they come back, the amount of time that they spend with you is precious. How much of you are you giving to the child? Now, to be fair, we come back from work, we're tired. Correct. We are exhausted. And some of us, our mind is still with work. I have got this thing to deliver. Yep. I've got this project. I've got this presentation. I have to meet with the board, you know. And, and all these are with us. And we are human beings. We can't just shut off mm. unless you have reached a certain development of yourself mm. that you're able to disconnect and discern. Mm. And that's what we call development mm -hmm. once you are developed. And this is what we want to introduce to the parents also. So to be fair, then how do you make yourself available for mm. that little time with the kids? Mm. You know, we had these parents who, 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 who were with us and, and after a, a process with us and she realized that, you know, I, I, don't, I always tell my kids what to do, but I realized I never look at my kids in the eyes. Oh. I never look at them face because I'm always so busy, I'm always telling what to do. Mm. 
but I'm never, I don't have time or patience to make it really a two-way. Okay. So as far as the case is concerned, I'm always told what to do, what to do, what to do. Mm. You know, we even have these kids who, who told their parents once and says, I really don't understand what you need from me. And this is a seven-year-old child. Wow. I did everything to please you, but you're never happy with what I do. I'm confused. What do you want from me? You know? That's a very powerful statement. It's a very a powerful child. statement. Mm. You know? and, 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 and parents, like you mentioned, they come with positive intentions. It's the action. Absolutely. So sometimes, especially if you're doing something without proper planning, like without proper reasoning. Towards because not you're not anchored to, to, to a, a principle or, or value. We, we talk about value, but how much time do we really work with it? Mm. And, and embrace and practice it and test it. How much do we? And when kids throws it back at us, sometimes I, I feel for the parents. Mm. I really feel for the parents because I'm a parent and, and you know, I, I, I've been through these kind of challenges before. How do I know what's right and wrong with my kids? Mm. You know, mm -hmm. I, I've, all my life has always been, I wish there was somebody to, to tell me what to do. And worse still, we compare ourselves with other parents, mm. you know, oh, you know this, I remember once I was telling one of my friends, I said, you're so lucky, you get to stay at home, it's such a luxury, you spend so much time with your kids, and, and your kids have your time, I said, I need to work, my kids hardly have time with me, and I feel so guilty, mm. and it's bad for me, health-wise, mentally, emotionally, and mm. even right up to 10 years ago, I still blame myself for a lot of things that I felt I didn't, or I over, mm. I was too soft, too strict, it, Where's the middle line, you know? Mm. And, and I was very surprised when, when my friend told me, you think? Mm. I have 17, 18 years with my son. It's true, I'm stay-at-home mom. But today, I had the most rebellious son you've ever seen. He won't talk to me. He won't, he won't, he shuts me out from his life. I don't know what I did wrong. So I want parents to know that whatever challenges we have, it's inherent. As long as we say we are parents, challenges are there. Yeah. And it doesn't help when, when we have all these parenting myths that you're talking about, you mm. know. I, I need to be a perfect parent. Mm. I, I think those What's are What's a perfect parent? You know, that's the thing. There is no such thing as a perfect parent. Uh -huh. And within the context of perfect parent, they think about uh, spend more time. Like you already explained just now, spending more time doesn't mean the you quality. fix everything. Um, um, giving them the best of everything doesn't also mean that they will get the best out of everything. Yeah. And based on those particular myths, uh, the reality is there's, there's a root issue here. And I think it's more of like how parents can become that parent. There mm -hmm. is no one answer that fix everything. There's mm -hmm. no one pill that fix everything. Mm -hmm. But from what I'm hearing, something that's very, very important, I think everyone is dying to hear. Where should they go to get education? Where should they get go to get the experience to become a better parent? And a lot of times when pe people ask that, you, because you gave that answer just now, in a sense it's like when you decide to want to make it happen, you're already on the journey. It's not straight away you get fit. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you start. Mm -hmm. And when you start, you get things to go in to start taking action. And, and, and a lot of times people get stuck at the input, but not the output. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned something very interesting just now. You talk about a lot of parents, they, they learn about certain things, uh -huh. but they don't really deliver the way that needs to be delivered. Yeah. So there's this thing that I noticed, like um, when people learn, there's the input version and the output, output version. version. The yeah. input part is where they go and do all research, do all the Google search. Yeah. That's the amazing part. But, but there's, a, there's a flaw in learning. Learning is not just about the input of information, but the ability to execute. And as a parent, executing is not as easy as do A, do A, do B, do B, you get C. Yeah. Uh, it's very different for every child and every situation. And hence, that's one of the reasons why when, when you work with parents, you don't just give them information, mm -hmm. you work with them. Mm -hmm. and, and when you work with them, the opportunity is for them to actually explore doing it their way and in mm -hmm. a way that they can improve from that. Mm -hmm. and, and that is something that people need to invest in themselves, the ability yeah. to be able to yeah. learn something, test something and execute and mm -hmm. evolve with it with yeah. their children. Yeah. Uh, if, like you mentioned just now, some parents, they spend the whole 17 years with their children they are further away than ever before. Mm -hmm. It's not a matter of quality of time, it's not about quality of information, it's about execution. Yeah. Um, would you agree with that? <coughs> I, I think it's very important for, for parents to know that first we are human beings, mm. okay? Uh, human beings are complex. We, if we're really uh, honest with ourselves, mm. we, we have our own, we, we are a human complex, Correct. we have a complex, Correct. 
our child is complex. Mm. Okay, um, you, you're right. You, there are a lot of tools, skills you can read from books. You can Google. You know, you you check with your friends. What do they do? You learn from each other. Mm. But at the end of the day, for us, likewise, when we work with exec executives in the corporate world mm. and with parents, common denominator: we are human beings. All right. What I think is 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 uh, impactful and and I use the word. Um, a game changer or, mm. or critical, you know, short of is it's the state of mind, mm. you know. So let's go back to a practice of of qi kung. Mm. I I can't be practicing. I just do I just do the drill. Mm -hmm. But if I'm not with what I'm doing, I'm not getting the essence of it. I can be doing it for twenty years, and I'm not going to get anything because. I can be writing A, I'm an expert in writing A, but who am I being when I'm writing A? Mm. Who am I being when I'm practicing? Mm -hmm. Who am I being when I'm with my child? Mm. Who am I being when I'm with my spouse? Mm. You know? And I think where I find that is unique in what we do is it's not just about the tools and skills. Yep. It is getting parents or our executives into that state, in that way of being. Mm. All right. If I'm being centered, I'm present, it can be a split second and my child will feel that I'm with him. Mm. You know? Mm. It's like if, if I can be with you, but if my mind is elsewhere, you can be telling me something and I say, yeah, yeah, okay, just do it. Mm. But if I'm there with you, and one of the, 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 the I use the word tools to get into the state of what I'm talking about is mm. being curious, all right? Being really genuinely curious with my kids. Mm. Now, if I bring it to the corporate world, it could be I'm genuinely curious with what's going on with my staff, mm. what's going on with this project, genuinely curious about what are my staffs thinking mm. in the certain way that they are doing certain things so that I can really learn. And if my, 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 my team feels that I'm really trying to relate to them and have them relate to what I want. Mm. Can you imagine the power of that? Now, I have a kid here, mm. all right? Let's give an example of doing homework. Mm. A lot of parents, unless they send it to the kids and the tuition center handle the homework. Yeah. But then, do we really know where the kids are? Mm. And we send them because we want them to be good academically. Mm. But. The, the magic of getting them to be academically successful or to a level. And, 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 and I, I just need to interrupt this. Acceptable to whom? Mm. To a society who is, who is only focusing on academic results or to a society who said we are in a community where everybody has a gift? Mm. You know? Because we are so focused that they need to be academically high up there, mm. We may have a child who has such a wonderful gift in expressing through art, through mm. work, but we nullify that and say, you need to do this engineering. Mm. Then what are we telling the kids? Mm. You're not important until you deliver what the society wants. Mm. Are you bringing up your kids to comply to society? Mm. Or are you bringing up this whole human being who has a gift to this world mm. that you can nurture and this kid can grow up feeling good about. I don't care if I don't go to Cambridge, but I care the fact that I can work with other people to express their gifts to what I can do. You're right. You know? Like I have a friend who 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 develop kids through art. Mm. You know? If I want to know the kids' world, I get them to paint. Mm. I get into that world and I can get them to express. So now back to being curious, doing homework with the kids. You want to get the kids to do homework. The kids refuse to do homework, and you scream at them and you yell at them, you know. And I, I want to sleep. You're wasting my time. I got laundry to do. I got laundry to do. I got this. this. Do your homework. <laughs> and the kid says, I can't. I can't do my homework. I mm. want to do my homework, you know. And then it becomes a bickering and shouting, and right. you're already so tired. And it says, Daddy, you get <laughs> him to do the homework, and Coming Daddy says. I'm not getting involved in that, you know. It's mommy's <laughs> job, you know. Why is it mommy's job? But let's park that aside. Mm. So, is it the child won't do it? Mm. Or is it the child can't do it? Mm. Mm. So this is two big distinction. Is it they won't or they can? A, m a lot of us come from 
they won't. Mm. All right. I give you a true example with this kid. Okay. We have this kid, and he he's, he he knows his homework. Mm -hmm. He can do it, but every time he needs to check with the adults, is this correct? Mm. Is this correct? And he won't do it. And and the parents are like, just do it, you know, just do it, you know, don't waste your time, you need to shower, you need to get to bed you, tomorrow. And I was observing it and I kept quiet and after a while, uh, so he did his homework after the, you know, unnecessary, so I said some of this suffering is unnecessary mm. of all the exchange of energy, you mm. know. And I had a moment with the child and I said, child, I said, um, you know the answer. Um, I'm curious, why won't you just do it? And he won't answer, and I... So, in, in exceptional parenting, we, 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 we bring you through this state about genuinely curious, what we're saying about. Mm. So I said, okay, I said, I'm very curious because mm. I know, and when I do that, what happens to me is, I actually slow down. And when I'm genuinely curious, it gets into a state where I'm genuinely curious in this little human being that is right in front of me as to what is really going on with him. He's not going to just come out and tell me until he feels it is safe to tell me. And he says, I can't tell you because you might be angry with me. And I said, no, I won't be angry with you. I, I'm really curious. Tell me um, what's going on. And he said, you know, he said, oh, because if I don't get it all right, people might be disappointed with me. I might make people feel sad. And that broke my heart, you know, like this young child. And, and in, our, in our program, we make that distinction, they can't or they won't. So it's because he won't because he can. He can bring himself to the state where it's okay not. It's okay to get some of my answers wrong. Mm -hmm. And and after that, and I said, okay. I said, uh, so we had this conversation, and it was really. It was really uh, rewarding for for both of us. Mm. And and we got to the stage where, it is not about getting it all right. Mm. It is about doing the best that you can. Mm. And he said, you mean if I get some of it wrong, it's okay? I said, if you are lazy and you don't want to do it, then it's not okay. Mm. But if you've done your best, then it's okay because we are always learning. I said, I'm learning. Mm. You know, I'm learning too. Mm. And he likes to to, to to mess in the kitchen with me. And sometimes I say, I'm learning, I'm not sure, should I put this, should I put that? And he gets to see everything is a learning process. Mm. And so I said, so next time, it's not okay if you don't give your best. So that's the value we're inculcating to the child. You need to do your best, and if your best is this much, it's fine. Mm. Because I said, you have a long way to go, there's so much to learn. Mm. So then what are we creating? We're creating permission for him to learn. And the permission is, has to come with making mistakes, mm, mm, you know, mm. not getting triple A. And, and when this child is, is, we start a child like this, as they grow up in university or in sports, whatever, they, at least they can be confident in themselves that even if I don't go home with a gold medal, I've done my best and my parents would still be proud of me. And I am proud and I know the integrity with myself is I've done my best, mm. but there's a lot more to learn. Mm -hmm. Okay, now, and and it was very funny. So he, <laughs> a few weeks later, uh, uh, he came back and and he he scored his spellings, he got it all. Wrong. So I I cheered him and then he asked me. He said, "If I didn't get it all correct, mm. would you be upset?" I said, "What do you think?" Then he said, "No, I don't think you will exactly. I will not be upset." because it means we just need to study more, that's all. Mm. I said, you know, hey, I don't get it all right. I said, when I'm studying, I don't get it all right, and mm. I don't care getting it all right, you know. He said, oh, and, and he suddenly broke into that smile. It's so that I, I do my best. I said, yes, but you have to do your best. Wow. You must do your best. And he said, okay, and, and he was very happy. Mm. And this is a very happy child who I hope grows up having confidence, at least in that value. I need to do my best, and mm. if I don't, it is, Whatever result I get, it is what it is. 
I can move on, mm. you know, mm. whereas instead of feeling bad guilty, I need to have somebody else's approval. And I told him, it's not about approval, it's knowing this. And, and if you're not happy or you feel afraid, talk to your parents. Mm. Talk to your parents, mm. you know. And, and, and this is what I'm saying. And so in that, just that state of being curious, and it's That's only so minutes. Powerful. It's just minutes. And what happened is, in, in, our, in, in, in our approach, we say mutual trust, mutual respect. Mm. So what every, in, in, uh, 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 eventually what happened was, he felt respected because of that conversation. Mm. And I actually put everything down, and I look at him. And I slow everything down because I'm genuinely curious, mm, and mm. I, I'm well, I'm genuinely curious person. <laughs> and once we get that, there is mutual trust. Mm. He trusts that when something happens, he can comes to me. He comes to me because I don't judge. Mm, now, mm. we are human beings, so we are judging machines. Mm. But at least I'm aware. I'm not going to judge. I have my judgment, but I can pack it aside. Mm. Genuinely curious to what's going on. And mm. then we have what we call a workable agreement for him. Mm. Okay? A workable agreement is if you're not sure, you ask. If you're feeling bad, you express. Mm. If you feel you can't, you let us know. And you let us know how we can support you, and we will let you know what needs to be done and what, what needs, what's our family's culture and value like. And therefore, from mutual uh, trust, you get mutual respect mm. through workable agreements. Mm. And inevitably, and this is my vision for starting this parenting program, mm. we can't say, you know, we can blame our Ministry of Education for the education that goes whack or whatever yep. it is, all right? So education is education. It's definitely very important. Mm -hmm. That area, we definitely need to get it right. Mm -hmm. But where parents can really come to play a very powerful play, very powerful position is when we are able to be available to our kids like this. Mm. This child of mine is going to grow up feeling sure of themselves, happy, confident, healthy. Mm. When I said healthy, mentally, emotionally, physically, and I like to expand to spiritually mm. as he grows up. Mm. Imagine if the parents all band together and we create this generation of youth. What kind of leaders can we, can we expect to develop for the country? Correct. You know, they are healthy. When they are healthy, they are happy. You know, they can be giving. We want leaders, young leaders who are happy, confident, giving. We mm. want a society that is like that. Mm. And it starts with us parents. Correct. You know, are we willing to give ourselves that permission, that time to do this work? Now, Webster, yes, parents are doing the best and we, we really empathize. I've been through that and that's why for me, this is so meaningful. Mm. I want to tell parents, you're not alone. Mm. Your challenges, you're not the only one with the challenges. And this myth about being the perfect parent doesn't exist. Your child is not asking for a perfect parent because they don't know what's a perfect parent. Correct. To them, the best parent is somebody who sees me, mm. nurtures me, mm. who loves me. Now, when we say loves me for who I am and unconditionally, doesn't mean we don't challenge our kids. Correct. How do we, when we coach our kids in their homework, in their life, in their questions about society, about philosophy, as a coach, how do we challenge them in a manner that is lovingly, mm -hmm. respectfully, and nurturing? Can parents do that? Yes, we can. Now, going back to some of the sufferings are unnecessary, with these kids, so the yelling and the screaming, eventually it's not necessary. Mm. We, next time we get to the homework, are you going to do your best? Fine. So do it. Learn to trust yourself. Trust yourself. And this child is, is amazing. One day we were asking him something. He says, this is the answer. But he said, you know, if I trust myself, he did this. If I trust myself, this is the answer. And I said, trust yourself. And he got the right answer. Mm. So he learned the language he has now is trust myself, trust myself, trust myself. Mm. Then we are helping him to develop a relationship with his inner self that is wise. Children has a certain wisdom. 
if we encourage them to get into it. As an adult, we do have. Do we have the time? And do we give ourselves that permission? Mm. And I think it's, it's about time for us to pause mm. in our busy life. Mm. Give ourselves the permission to pause, to, I use the word, to have compassion for ourselves. We are doing the best that we can as parents. Mm. We are doing the best that we can as a spouse, as a husband, as a wife. We are doing the best that we can as a sister, as a brother, mm. as a daughter, as a son. We are doing the best. Stop and appreciate that we are doing the best that we can. And there is more. Mm. You know, there's a lot of forgiveness and compassion. Start with ourselves. And, and you see magic with the kids because then th this is the real thing that they are growing up with. Mm. That when they grow into the world, the kids, the kids have access to themselves emotionally, mm. mentally, and they learn to respect the body, mm. you know, because that's the body that houses everything. Correct, correct. And it's quite powerful because when, when you mentioned that, I, I was straight away thinking of like a metaphor because so many research have been shown that um, um, children, even though they have the best of knowledge, doesn't necessarily make the best choices. Mm -hmm. um, look at cases like in Japan, the suicide rate is so high. Even though the exactly. parents are there with the most amount of time, give them the most amount of resources, yeah. but what's lacking is that that bonding, the ability to be able to connect. And, to connect. and in answer, it's like it's like a bottle of water. It's like if whatever you feel in it will become it. So what happens is if you fill it with like a lot of like uh, only positivity, because there are some issues in the states where. Um, their focus is like let's be as positive as possible for our babies yeah. and to the point that they become like they are protected in a bubble <laughs> then if anything were to say like that, that's going to be harmful or hurtful this child cannot take it yeah. uh, too much of a good thing also not good exactly but at the same time with, with no connection whatsoever and it's like you're only doing it because that's how the society says you must get A's if not you're not accepted you must get this job if not you're not cared for yeah. and that also creates a harm mm -hmm. so what you're talking something is very powerful which is like that balance because um, that balance allows this individual to live the life to the fullest. And if, for example, that person feels whole, if that person feels uh, loved and cared for, that person will give them some permission to really reach out for the stars. The example that you gave just now was perfect. Because a lot of times, even though they are seven, six years old, they are like sponge. They learn mm, so much yes. and they're very intelligent. Yes. It's just that they have not seen an adult that they can model mm -hmm. to use that intelligence properly. Mm -hmm. And because when they see an adult being so uh, focused on the emotions, like when they are agitated, they'll do it like this. When yeah. they relax, they do it like this. Yeah. They, they just follow because that's the role model that I should follow. I mean, who else tells them what is right and wrong? Yeah. All right. So what happened is, as parents, one of the most important things I'm hearing right now is their ability to be aware about themselves. Mm -hmm. And when they can take care of their awareness of themselves, it helps them become that better parent. It's not about reading a thousand books. Mm -hmm. It's not about spending a thousand hours in seminars or workshops. It's about how they be present for their child. That state mm -hmm. of being, you know, and, and that's what we do in, mm -hmm. in, in the parenting uh, our exceptional parenting, we, it's not just the tools, it's getting you into that, that state, mm. you know. Uh, once you get into that state, mm. you know, it's like now. The calm, the ability to think, something very powerful. Yes, then, then you, you, you are centered. When you're centered, you have that big space mm. for things to come in, mm. to focus, because I'm telling you now, by my state, mm -hmm. you're the most important thing in front of me, right here, right now, mm -hmm. right this minute. Mm -hmm. You are my world. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine how powerful that is for the so child? So powerful. You know? Don't even talk about kids, as adults. As adults. It's very, very powerful. It's very powerful. A lot of people hunger for that. We need to create a space for the child to have a sense of belonging. Mm. You know, we need, as we work with the kids, and this means about being, like I said earlier, you know, the perfect parent, forget it. Mm. When you can solve, run through certain problem solving with the kids, and the kids see how you handle some of the problems, emotionally, mentally, you know, you, you work through the problems with the kids. It can be challenging when the parents are do not have that access. Mm. Mm. And we work with parents to mm. have that access because you do. Mm. You might have forgotten you have it. You do. Mm -hmm. It does take courage. Then we are developing kids that are resilient mm. in times of trouble. Correct, correct. And the most important thing is they reach a stage where they can ask themselves, what would my mom or my dad say in a situation like this? I think they will say this, therefore, this, I, I feel confident. I mm. would do this mm. because I know 
that's what we do as mm. a family. Mm. Then I have my nucleus. As a family, this is what we that do. That's so powerful. Because what you just mentioned, the step-by-steps on how um, you work with the child to allow them to think, to allow them to process, and also to evaluate. That's the word, allow them to process, mm -hmm. and you process it with them. Correct, because it's not about telling them what to do. It's allowing them to actually think. Because I am a big believer of like, we will not be here forever. We will die one day. Exactly. And when we are no longer here, can we go knowing that our children can take care of themselves by thinking about how to take care of themselves? And, and if we don't start training them to think, uh, when would they start thinking? Yeah. So in, in a way, what you've done just now, you demonstrated a very step-by-step -step of how a very effective coaches are able to actually allow the child to grow. Yes. And, and, and one of the things that I, I noticed very interesting is that when, when, when we try to teach parents or give exposure to parents about how to coach their child, uh, there are a few obstacles that comes up. Um, um, my, my, some of my coaches, they're very straightforward, they say those are excuses. But some of the reasonings that parents come out and say why they can't do certain things and they, why they are not them and why they are not you, mm. it's because um, it's, like, it's too difficult to learn this kind of thing. It's too difficult to be centered, to make the time yeah. to, to be able to do what they need to do. Yeah. What do you think about that? As, as a coach, mm. you know, we always believe we, we meet our our clients, our coachee, mm -hmm. where they are. Mm -hmm. And some of these are real. Like I said earlier, you know, I, I have a lot of empathy for their challenges. Mm -hmm. And the same thing I said about the kids doing homework is that they can or they won't. Mm -hmm. So it's the same distinction for parents. Mm -hmm. Is it you can or you won't? Mm -hmm. Okay? And as a coach, I look at is it they can or they won't? I need to, I need to assess that now. If they say it's too difficult, then it's, it's, it's a whole process of working. It's if they really want to, mm. but they can't, mm. then, then it's, it's easy. Mm. We can work with creating space, and, mm. and it's like building blocks. Mm. Like sometimes uh, parents say, uh, even simple thing like breathing, mm. you know, when you are stressed, you go, <laughs> it's a chest breathing. <laughs> and, you know, if you learn You're how right. to calm yourself down and you do diaphragm, not diaphragm, abdominal breathing, mm -hmm. just 30 seconds and you can be, and I can mm. start, you know, now. But there are parents who also can't because they don't know, and that's where we, we work with them. I hear you. We, we give them little things to practice, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, uh, it's getting them to a place where what is really, really important for you, mm. what are you willing to give up mm -hmm. so that you can have more? Another word other than give up is what are you willing to replace? What are you willing mm. to replace? Would you, you know? think environment plays a big part of it? Because a lot of people, when it comes to helping their kids, they'll send them somewhere to give them the environment. Mm -hmm. But for the parents, they, their environment, because they don't see themselves as valuable enough, but now we know clearly, we as parents are the most valuable, how you say, uh, distinction that helps the child grow. Yeah. So the environment for the parent, do you think it's important for them to be in the right environment where they can actually explore this in a safe place? Yes, I mean, if you talk about an environment for them to work with themselves, yes, mm. you know, like in, in, in our exceptional parenting, it's an environment we create where it's safe for the parents to come out, I call it come out and play. Okay. Okay, and then what we do is, you, we give you some tools, you go back, you try and, and see how it fits. Mm. And what is exciting about this is a tool is a tool is a tool. Mm. What we are very excited about is what do you do with those tools in your family? Mm. Because your family is unique. And we are always very curious, mm. genuinely curious, mm. how you use those tools in that environment. In, because there are so many different unique environments. And we always want parents to come back and share with us what, do they, what did they do with the tools, what mm. results did they create, what learning did they have, mm. and how can they share this so that other parents can learn. Okay. And, and so then, then that gives life to the tools. Mm. You know? and, 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 and in terms of home environment, a very simple thing it could be. You know, it very often we take our kids to the mall, mm -hmm. you know, and then the kids cannot sit still, you know, take them to the mall, and then you stimulate them some more, and then you give them the iPad, and then you stimulate. <laughs> so with all this stimulation, is it a surprise that supposedly we now have a generation of attention deficiency, deficiency mm -hmm. kids? Mm -hmm. Is it a surprise? Were they born because of the diet, or did we create it? Was that the energy, you know? 
I had this family who had a great shift. Mm. And this is the good news about the, 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 the virus at this moment. So, <laughs> so parents don't go to the mall. Mm. So what do they do? Some parents give the kids iPad and TV. Mm. I had these wonderful parents, this family, they started playing badminton with the kids. Oh, wow. Yeah, they started playing and they used that as a way to coach the kids. Mm. You know, do your best, you miss this. So, okay, notice that you like this way, you know, so practice until you're good, then we do the backhand. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you encourage? So that is another way to build. And, and, and you build that kid's emotion through physical mm. uh, activities. And you are with the kids and they are focusing on hitting the shot, hitting the shot. And how do I teach my kids to be focused? Play badminton, focus on the shot, focus on the shot, focus mm -hmm. on the shot. So they, inevitably, we are not telling them to focus. We have an experiential process of focusing, focusing now. So when I, when we start to do homework with them and the kids are all over the place, we say, you know, when you were doing that with the badminton, what mm -hmm. were you doing? Yeah, you asked me to keep. Same thing. Do this. Solve this uh, equation one at a time. One at a time. Remember the badminton shot? Mm -hmm. One shot at a time. One shot at a time. One shot at a time. Mm -hmm. And so this is where as parents, when you coach your kids, Mm -hmm. in their academic, mm -hmm. you want them to do academically well, you learn and acquire these skills to be how to be that kind of effective coach. I see. And yes, you're right, I'm, they are a mother, they are a coach, they are a friend, but ultimately they are a parent. Mm -hmm. I have one friend? parent who told me, I'm very clear with my kids, you know, I'm not their friend, I told them, I'm your mom, and I am your mom, I do have that authority, I will be your friend later. But now I'm your mom, I tell you to do this, mm. clean up after you, you do. The kids must have that kind of sense that mom and dad has that authority, mm -hmm. but within the parameters, I can play. Mm. And then this, this family started uh, you know, doing activities at home, you mm. know, buying those Hot games and stuff. pools. <gasps> like swimming pools oh, and wow. the kids there and they even have other kids to come <laughs> and what do you teach them? You teach them how to be sociable. Mm -hmm. You know, you watch how the kids play with each other, eh, you don't do that, as a kid you must share and they learn how to be and it's not something that you send them to school, you see it, you are at the place right there and then mm. to put in either some kind of learning, mm -hmm. some kind of thoughts mm -hmm. and you can guide the kids. Mm. You know, how to, how to be in a society, wow. how to play with each other, mm. how to share, mm. you know. And after you've played the games and after you've done with badminton or the pool, mm -hmm. you, instead of wasting the water, we say have the kids use the water to water the plants. <laughs> so then how do I, I don't tell them sustainability, yep. I guide them into sustainability. Nice. You know, I had this kid one day coming and I was washing vegetables. He look at me, you're wasting water. Mm. If you're doing that, turn off the tap. I said, ah, oh. you know? So That's I'm powerful. learning from them and I allow myself to learn from them. The question I think right now is how? How can a parent get to this state? Because um, a lot of people know little bits of parts here and there, but to yeah. be able to master, to even go close towards mastery, to practice and to emerge themselves in this, um, I think they need an environment. I believe because um, if I'm not in the right environment, sometimes I mm -hmm. don't even follow through. Yeah. <laughs> right? Sure. So I know that, you know, if I want to work out, I have to be in a gym. Because if I'm back at home, I'll be like, yeah. huh, do I want to lie on the couch yeah. or do my sit-ups? Yeah. Or do I do two? Mm, two is enough, but yeah. when I'm in the gym, I do oh, 20. Gym, you, you, like, you push yourself. And by the end of the day, right, you thank yourself for putting yourself in the environment yeah. to get it done. Yeah. So the, the reason why I brought that up is also because um, you actually provide the environment. You actually give a two and a half hour uh, session. Is that right? Yeah. So, so what happened is that we actually have uh, exceptional parenting weekend, we yeah. call it. And it's actually a two and a half day weekend. Oh. You know? And so in that two and a half day weekend, there are a lot of tools and ways of being that we will actually share with the parents mm. and, and, and have the parents experience. Mm. And what is powerful about that is that then we have a community of parents mm. that, that can work together. Okay. And, 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 and we also believe it's not just about going into a, a, a two and a half day, mm. all right? It is also about practicing it and coming back to get more 
okay. learnings and deepening our learnings because we will have a lot of challenges as we practice those tools. Mm -hmm. and, and, and whatever that they go through is the same as imagine your kids are going through as they're growing up. Mm -hmm. You know, it is a process yep. and it is a journey. Yep. Yeah. So for parents, uh, we do have a three hour and it's a very powerful three hour free sessions they can also mm. come in mm. to work with us. Uh, uh, in fact, on the 21st of March, mm -hmm. we're actually uh, having this uh, three and a half hour free uh, session. session. Okay. Parents can come and experience and they can get to know other parents. And there I want them to bunk the myth about the perfect parent mm. and really to see um, every parent has challenges. You're not alone. I think the message we want to have the parents know is you're not alone mm. and you don't have to go through this alone. Correct. You correct. know, we can band together as a strong community mm. with, with you, know, uh, uh, you know, a shared vision of what we want for our, the Good. kind of dream, ideal family that mm. we want, mm. you know. So that, that, that session is actually having, uh, happening on the 21st of March Perfect. and we are very excited. <laughs> <laughs> to have parents join us and, and experience it because mm. we don't want to talk about it. We want it to be really experiential for them. Awesome. So yeah. what happens is that we'll be posting um, links towards the event mm -hmm. uh, in the link section below. And you, if you want to get more details to get in contact with you, with the yes. team, yeah. to see how they can explore more on how yes. the parents can actually like, get involved even more, mm -hmm. uh, we'll put it in the link uh, Thank at you. the bottom. At the same time, I believe there will be some individuals that have questions to ask and maybe some points. And I think, you know what? I bet some of the questions that you might have will be a good topic to talk about in the future episode. Yes, now, I would love to. her share more, uh, remember to put more comments questions. down there. Yeah, put as much questions, as detailed as possible. Uh, and we'll share it. <laughs> and she can, we can actually use that to tempt her to come and do another recording with us again. I would love to, yeah. <laughs> Because I, 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 her time is very valuable, but the fact that I believe she loves sharing is just Give her the right question so she'll focus on that. Yes. Um, now, Thank guys, you. if you have not already uh, subscribed to the channel, please subscribe. If you like what you see, remember to share it with other parents because if you, it helped you, definitely can help other parents as well. Now, um, more importantly, before we say goodbye, um, if there's one last thing they can share to the parents, a tip, sign anything, one last thing, what would you say to them? I want parents to know you're not alone. Some of your sufferings are not necessary. And I feel for you because I've been through it myself. Mm. Um, we can come together, you're not alone. We can do this together and it's much more fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The right community, the right support, the yes. right environment gives yeah. you the permission to be yeah. the very best. Give yourself that permission. Mm. Give yourself that permission to mm. explore. Mm. Yeah. You know what? So many parents, we, we, every expert in the education field knows that parents are the key to the child's success. But there are Absolutely. so, little, so little resources to help parents and I am so glad that you're doing what you're doing. Thank and, you. And I encourage, make the time. You don't have to, you'll never have time. Make the time. Because what you're doing right now is not just for you, but for your family. Yep. Yes. You'll be amazed at what you can do actually. Mm, mm, mm. I'm very, I'm a very big believer of that. <laughs> Seen it happen so many times. The only thing is, you have to show up. Yes. So show up, register, show up, be there, and be able to and get ready to accept the the changes that are about to happen. Yes. All right. Thank you so much for being Thank here you. today. Thank you. Now, guys, if like I mentioned just now, if you like the video, remember to give it a like, share, uh, and place your comments if you have any questions that you have. And if not, looking forward to seeing you all in the coming video. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Thank you.